Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my review for the second season of Netflix's Dead to Me. Uh, we'll start off spoiler free here and then we'll go into some spoilers later on. Uh, but I'm going to start off with the don't skip rating. Uh, I wasn't actually doing that rating system back when uh, season 1 was out. But I would have given the same thing to uh, to season 1. Um, this continues the stakes of season 2. This continues basically everything that happened in... Sorry, this continues the stakes of season 1. Is what I meant to say. And uh, continues everything from season 1, of course. Uh, I think they did some very, very interesting... Risky and ambitious stuff in the season. Um, there's just certain shows that wouldn't be able to... As smartly and as tightly in terms of uh, writing and uh, direction and believability stakes things that make sense uh this show tried to do quite a lot this season with, with all that and i think it all paid off really really well and uh, as a result fantastic second season um i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it i thought the acting was great i thought that the you know, you know directing writing acting all that sort of stuff was great for this second season uh given that it's you know a netflix show and it's got the binge model to it that really worked in its favor as well um because if you if you had a show like this weekly um i, I don't know it would probably go a lot slower i mean watching this 30 minutes a week for 10 weeks would be would seem pretty slow but uh pacing wise it was great um you know, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, there's some new characters that, characters that are introduced this season. I thought they fit into the story in a believable and a sensible way. And uh, most of those are great additions. Uh, I'll talk about them more in the spoiler section. But uh, yeah, overall I'm really, really impressed with what they've done with this uh, with this second season. Um, I think that the, the direction that they're taking with this story... Because here's the thing with telling a story like this where you've got crime involved and people hiding secrets and people trying to very quickly explain their way out of situations um it's quite difficult to do a story like that because you you can't you have one slip up right and like you start to ask like okay how is this character believing this or that or is a character's explanation for a certain thing good enough would that person that they're explaining to buy it uh if so why not and all those sorts of things i think that is it it, it does some very risky and ambitious moves with, with the second season i thought it all paid off really really well there's a couple of times where a character would maybe explain something they wouldn't quite explain it well enough like their way out of a secret or a lie uh such as jen and judy who of course have to keep the secret from the first season um Sometimes it it would go to the place where okay it's not quite believable, but then they'd do something else like five minutes later or two minutes later or something and and make it more believable. And uh, I think that worked really really well for this second season. Um, I thought that um, what else could I say? Spoiler. For, I was going to say something else, but it would have been a spoiler. Um, yeah, I just think that what they've considered, what they've tried to do with the second season's been been really brave, really ambitious, and. Uh, I mean, you do, you have to... Because people could really pick apart a TV show like this and say, like, how did a character believe this or that? And should this or that have sort of happened? And, uh, yeah, I thought that was that was great for the second season. Uh, what else can I sort of say spoiler-free? This is a very spoilery... Spoilery? This is a very sort of spoiler-heavy type of season. So the spoiler-free spoiler section of the review might be fairly short. I'll just say this because I'm not, I'm not going to spoil season one either. Just in case you're curious about the show and you've just seen this review, I suppose. Maybe you haven't seen the the first season review. I think if you watched, if you watched the first season and you really liked it, it continues the same pace, the same momentum, things like that. 
Um, I think that that stuff really continues really well in season two. Um, I do think the first two to three episodes are a little bit kind of like okay, you haven't quite picked up the pace, but there's a there's a kind of a moment or a part in around episode three to four, probably episode three. Yeah, there's kind of a moment in um in the earlier episodes where I was like, okay, now you have something to kind of springboard yourself from story-wise because a, a a story like this really kind of needs that because you sort of there's a lot of different points maybe in the second season where as you go through the season there's more and more stakes that are put put on top of these characters and you do kind of wonder at certain points like okay stress wise these characters are not dealing with this that's played out in a realistic way but then at the end of the day they've got to kind of think okay we just we have to get through this because if we if you do all this work and do all that and whatever uh, and then one of them just like confesses or something that would be you know it, it, it sort of throw things away a little bit uh, so I think that's really good for for this first season um, but yeah like I said if you've seen the first season it's just as good I think um, it it just continues those sort of stakes and everything I think if you if you haven't seen any of this show first of all go and obviously watch uh, season one first but um, I I just I I've no I've just kept noticing over and over and over again with Netflix how they just because this isn't quite as short as something like The Kingdom or I'm Not Okay with This or some of those shows because uh, some of these episodes are a little bit longer some of these episodes are 25 minutes some of them are maybe you know about 35 minutes or something so they're almost the length of like a, a network TV episode like a 42 minutes is sort of just short of that by about six or, seven, or by about seven or eight minutes. Um, but yeah, I still think it flows really, really well. And uh, yeah, Netflix just keeps seeming to do these. I mean, this is the second season of a show, so it's got a little bit of an exception to this rule. But they just keep doing these seasons of TV that are just short and sweet to the point. They don't waste too much time, if any. You know, either very, very little time or you know, there's a, there's just a difference between like, okay, are you wasting time or are you letting your story breathe a bit? Because you know, are you just going too fast paced? And I think pacing wise this second season manages that really really well so yeah overall i would just say you know if you enjoyed the first season go and check out the second one uh if you haven't checked out the um show at all then do go and check out the first season obviously this is on netflix which i think i mentioned at the start of the podcast but uh yeah i just think it it, it just continues that really really well and just kind of the, the stakes kind of snowball into each other if you will like you, you get one thing the characters kind of deal with that one thing and then another thing pops up they kind of deal with that and then another thing pops up um but it's it's watching these two mainly jen and judy of course uh it's watching them navigate the situations that they're in and the on the spot pretty much lies in order to get out of what has happened basically so i think that that's uh that's done really well as well but um yeah, that's. I think that's really. I can't really talk too much about um, the season itself because there's so many spoilery things and so many, not not even necessarily spoilery things, but things that if I mentioned it would like ruin certain surprises or, or whatever, such as like the new characters that we got uh, in the season as well. So I think I'm gonna have to leave it there for the spoiler-free section. Um, I do recommend that you don't skip this show. I recommend that you watch both seasons, whether you've seen the first one or you haven't seen the second one. Just watch both of them anyway, uh, regardless of whatever the case may be. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is another fairly easy 10 for me, you know, uh, 10 out of 10 in terms of rating and, and, and stuff. I think this is another excellent show. It's probably going to be in the top 10 of my list for uh, best of 2020. And we shall see how that list develops as the year goes on. So, um, 
yeah, let's take a quick break. We'll come back in a minute and then we'll do the spoiler section. But don't leave yet. We've got some housekeeping to do. So we'll see you in a minute for that. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom. And is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society. Crime. And entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious. The weird. The better. From books and movies. To television shows and games. We look at how life and art imitate and inform one another and we can't get together and not laugh so let's face it there's going to be laughing (laughs) killer fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts so join us today's sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to kualu to get started they also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, what have we got here? Uh, Zoe's Playlist and Rick and Morty Podcast Updates fairly self-explanatory that is a podcast talking about updates for those two podcasts for those two shows so if you if you are watching those shows or you are listening to those podcasts uh, there's some important updates there i won't repeat them here because well that's what i made the podcast for so uh, there's no spoilers in there for either the show so if you're not quite caught up or you're still following whatever the situation may be uh, there's no spoilers in there for the shows either so uh, just have a look out for those let's play sundays for gang beasts because of course moss finished last week with the uh, finale episode so have a look out for those let's play sundays episodes episodes i did a very big podcast on a saturday night it was who was on that it was me david bex robert and gray i believe that was the five of us uh robert wasn't quite able to not robert sorry uh, barry wasn't quite able to make it to it but uh hopefully he will next time but we talked about loads of different stuff on there it was about an hour and 40 minutes worth of podcasting so if you listen to either geek town trista bites or, well, you are listening to Entertainment Talk. Uh, if you listen to one of the three of us or you're interested in that, uh, that's a big crossover podcast with all of us. Uh, so that was pretty good to do as well. We talked about nostalgia, streaming, and some other stuff as well. So go and check that out if you're interested. Uh, watching, watching Rick and Morty, which is exactly what happens on that podcast. I watched Rick and Morty, the mid-season premiere, season 4, episode 6. So you can go and check that out if you want to. Gaming talk last week, we talked about Assassin's Creed Valhalla because the trailer actually came out. Uh, we talked about The Last of Us 2 because it's now gone gold. Don't worry, we didn't talk about any spoilers. We wouldn't talk about spoilers just openly like that on the podcast. Uh, but uh, of course, the spoilers have been leaked for Last of Us Part 2, so do be careful if you come across. Or be, just be careful in, in, in general. So, uh, And we talked about the Xbox Series X 
quote-unquote gameplay event. So we talked about that as well. Zoe's podcast playlist for Zoe's Extraordinary Players. Season 1, episode 10. There is two episodes after the season. It finishes on episode 12. So look out for another podcast for the finale. That will be next week at the moment. So uh, look out for that. What else we got on the run? Uh, for the run on HBO and Sky Comedy for Season 1, Episode 4 called Chase. I'll be back on Wednesday now to talk about Season 1, Episode 5. And I will tell you what the episode is called at that point. But uh, have a look out for that as well. Don't skip uh, another review. This is another TV season review. The Mandalorian, of course, the Disney Plus Star Wars TV series from Disney. Uh, me and Robert talked about The Mandalorian as a whole. We did a spoiler-free section at the start as well. So... Uh, you can check that out if you've watched that. Uh, Westworld concluded last week on HBO and Sky Atlantic Season 3, Episode 8. We don't know when the show will be back for Season 4, but it has been renewed for a fourth season. So uh, go and check that out as well. Legends of Tomorrow podcast, updated for that. And that's pretty much what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. So, even if you've seen the first season of Demi, if you've not seen the second season of De- Demi, Dead to Me rather, um, the names are too similar, if you've not seen the second season of dead to me um then you're going to want to take this uh, turn the podcast off now because i'm going to go into spoilers so if you've not seen the second season of dead uh dead yeah dead to me uh, i'm getting their neck get their names mixed up now if you've not seen the second season of dead to me you're going to want to shut the podcast off now so if you're listening on a podcast player go into that press pause go and watch the 10 episodes as soon as you can and then come back if you're listening on the website either click on the home page or press back uh, because i'm going to go into spoilers now so james marsden was back this season but as uh ben wood and not steve because of course steve is dead from the first season because um jen killed him so uh, you've got that. Um, yeah, interesting little twist. I think it would have been massively stupid if he was still alive. Uh, you know, if this was like, hey, I'm back kind of thing. But then that wouldn't have been the same anyway. Because he would have been really angry at the two women instead of saying a nice kind of hello. Um, yeah, semi Steve's a semi-identical twin brother. I think, well, they are basically twins because they're played by the exact same person. Uh, but yeah, identical. I felt like that was thrown in there for a little bit of comedy. The whole like, hey, semi-identical twin brother. Uh, and Jen's new love interest, because of course Judy uh, is getting with Michelle at the end of the season. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. I thought it was a good, cool, interesting way to bring James Marsden back. You know, he's a fairly big actor. Uh, I thought that was a a comedic way to bring him back, but one that worked and wasn't too much of a jump the shark, kind of gone too far kind of thing. Because people do have semi-identical and identical twins, so it's not as if it's like... Something that's completely crazy. It was a bit weird, uh, but I still think it worked pretty well and uh, was a great and very, very important addition to the season. I really thought that worked uh, pretty well. James Marsden, I think, acted well as both of them. Of course, Steve is the more, I think we can say, aggressive uh, of the two twins, uh, identical, semi-identical twins. Uh, let's just say twin brothers, uh, semi-identical twin brothers. Um, but yeah, he had to sort of change his uh, approach to the character, well, to a different character, because of course Ben is different to Steve. But uh, I thought that was a good, smart addition to the second season. Um, you know, it's not something that's reaching too far, and I think that that worked uh, pretty well. Um, what else do you have going on this season? Yeah, uh, Michelle, Judy's love interest, and Anna's, uh, An- Anna's, yeah, Anne's. Anna's A-N-A. Usually Anna is spelt A-N-N-A. But anyway, Anna, um, her ex-girlfriend. Anna is, of course, the uh, police detective uh, in charge of the hit-and-run case. And pretty pretty much in charge of the whole Judy, Jen, Steve, Ben. The the big case of the, of the TV show, of course, because they're pretty much both cases or whatever. 
Um, I thought Siri was a good addition to the second season. Of course, she is the daughter of... Um, her name isn't listed here from what I can find. Um, no, Abe was the one from last season. I uh, can't find her name. But, of course, Michelle did have a... I think it was her mother. The one that she put into this care home that um, that uh, Judy works at. I thought that was a good, interesting way to replace Abe in a way. Not a direct replacement, but a replacement just so that... I felt like that was a replacement just so that Judy had a new character to interact with at the um, home thing. I thought that was that was a good idea and that was done pretty well. And obviously it you know went uh, it related to uh, Judy's character because the love interest stuff was there. I thought that was good. I thought that was done very very well. Um, so I was happy with that. Uh, you had a lot of um, Charlie this season. A lot of development there. I didn't quite expect that. Not as much with Henry. There's bits and pieces in there, but. He's uh, the younger son because, of course, you've got Charlie, who's the older one, keeps going on about the car, and, uh, of course, it gets gets damaged at the end of the season. I thought that was a bit unlucky and a bit annoying, but, uh, yeah, some interesting development for Charlie this season. Something which I admit I didn't really see coming, and, uh, you know, they started to include him at the start of the season. He was just sort of this angsty teenager. I mean, he still is, but uh, he's a better angsty teenager by the end. He's, sort of le- he's learning his lessons as he's going through the season. Um, and then, of course, his mum, uh, Jen, wants to reward him with the car. I thought that was good as well. Um, but, yeah, it's it's difficult with young actors because sometimes that can go quite badly and sometimes that can go fairly well, uh, depending on, on the age and the acting ability and stuff. But I thought um, it's Sam McCarthy who plays as Charlie. You've got Luke Rosella. Ro- Rosella? Yeah, I'm just going to say Ro- Ro- Rosler. Uh, as Henry Harding... Uh, he did a, a good job with what he was given to do as well. Not quite so much for um, Henry to do, but Charlie, like I said, had a lot of uh, development this, this season. I thought that was pretty good. Um, and uh, yeah, like we said, like I said, you know, he gets his car by the end of the season. Not that he really knows. Um, of course, he does find the letter intended for Judy that Jen had written. I thought that was interesting as well. Um, so that was good stuff. Uh, so just talk about one of the big plot points as well for the season. Um, Jen and Judy, of course, they had to hide the body at the whole was it rats infestation at the the freezer. Uh, that gets all sort of sorted out, and then they, they bury him. And um, you have this moment of uh, one of the more emotional moments of the season when um, Judy sort of forgives Jen for not being able to say goodbye to to Steve. Because uh, even though he was a massive arsehole, he was still, you know, someone she loved and someone she cared about. And that's not something you can just really erase just because someone was bad and they're dead, necessarily. Um, so I thought that I thought that was a really, really strong moment. The moment that they have in, they have in the uh, in the bar, they go to rent this uh, hotel room. They go down to the bar and then they accidentally crash. Well, not accidentally. They crash this little wedding and they get told to leave. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, just a quick note on that. In terms of guys approaching women. <laughs> when you see. Because this guy comes over to, to the two of them. Don't they? When they're having their full on moment. Like they're, they're hugging and they're crying and stuff. Yeah that's not the moment that you go over and speak to a woman. Uh, you know. that's uh, <laughs> It's not something I've um, done too much myself. But uh, yeah. I think most people could pretty much tell. You know. When, when two people are privately having a moment. Uh, like that. That no one should approach them really. So. Uh, yeah, and of course he's the one that sort of, I was going to say grasses, that would have been a stupid word. He's the one that sort of um, tells, gets them told off or whatever, gets them found out that they're not supposed to be at um, at the party and that, and they get sort of thrown out. But uh, yeah, just because you got rejected by two women because they were having a moment, you decided to go and do that. So uh, he's an asshole as well. 
Um, they, I don't think they gave him a name. He was just sort of... Uh, did they give him a name? Guest stars? Um, no. Bambi, waitress, and Ted's mistress. No, I don't think that uh, he's listed here. Um, no, I can't see him really listed here. So... Yeah, there's there's no one listed for like the guy who approaches Jen and Judy in a bar. So anyway, it doesn't matter what his name is. Uh, that happened as well, and then of course you get the um, that's all part of the whole burying the body kind of thing as well. Uh, and then you get the moment later on where a uh, I believe if it's just a random person, I don't think it's a character that we know. Their dog happens to sniff, and because that's what dogs do. And find some bones, and uh, it's in, it's interesting the way she kind of this woman asks uh, asks her dog, um, and it's kind of like, uh, hey, have you found some bones and stuff? Yeah, you could you could say the dog's found some bones, um, and it was right by the tree with the heart, which Judy mentioned, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that plays out in the second season. So, um, but it does seem like um, Anne, the, of course, because she forgave. Um, Jen for all the all the stuff she she just sort of said like you know you should go home to your family and that, that like I was kind of saying in the spoiler free section in terms of stakes and confessions and stuff I didn't say that she confessed in she confessed in the spoiler free section I just said about that being part of something that's involved with stakes um I thought that was handled pretty well as well um and it made sense and like she just kind of wants off the force and I thought that was that was one of the closest kind of like okay how's she gonna get out of this situation. Uh, which is what you ask yourself a lot of the time when you watch watching this show. Um, I thought that made sense, you know. Um, there, although there is the case of well as well that like even though she did confess, she couldn't actually find the body, so there was no evidence of her confession. I suppose. So it's funny when someone goes to confess a murder like that, and they don't like the detective doesn't believe them because Anne doesn't believe Jen in that situation, and she's like, "Hey, I thought the body was here somewhere," and she, they, they, she just doesn't manage to find it. So I guess she's well. There's no evidence, is there? So, but uh, there will be soon. So we shall. I wonder how Anne will react to that next season when when someone. Because I'm assuming this woman's going to call it in. Uh, or call the police or whatever when she finds, you know, a dug, uh, dug up uh, body in that. So, because I don't imagine his remains are that sort of. Although they did use the uh, stuff on him, didn't they? I don't know. They, it's not like they've been there for fifty years or something. They've only been there for a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks. I'm not sure how much time has sort of passed on that, but um, yeah, they'll obviously be able to identify and stuff uh, from uh, remains and things. So we'll see. We'll see what Anne's reaction to that is next season as well um i think that was most of um you did have the guy from the good place in here as well i did want to mention him uh i can't find his name here um it's evan mark evan something the guy who played sean in uh the good place i can't see i can't even see his name on the guest stars here but he played obviously uh jen's neighbor sorry he played the Husband of Jen's neighbor who was cheating on on her with with some guy. Um, his name isn't listed here. You would have thought it would be. Uh, it's Mark Evans something, I believe. Um, yeah, can't see his name anywhere. Weird on this list. There's quite a few people on this list, but uh, he's not one of them. I thought that was an interesting little thing. A uh, bit of an unlucky way for him to get found out in that, but uh, yeah, well, found out from Jen who doesn't tell what's her name until later, but or, or till. No, she doesn't tell her, does she? It's, uh, he kind of... Didn't he confess? Yeah, he confessed to that, didn't he? Mark's, um, character. So, anyway, that was one of the smaller plot points for the season. Um, but yeah, you have, um... 
Ben, of course, does crash into uh, Jen and Judy in the car. Um, the stop sign does get put up. She uses that, but not quite enough, I suppose. Uh, I thought that was interesting to decide to end the season there as well. So, yeah, very interesting way to end the season. I don't think Ben saw who was in the car, but he kind of does a hit and run. I mean, I don't know the, the exact... I mean, hit and run is you run someone over the car and you drive off, hit, and then run. Um, is a car crash... No, under the same law. I'm not 100% sure about that, but uh, yeah, that was an interesting way to end the season. Obviously, Jen and Judy are fine. You you see, Jen actually uh, slightly because Judy's the one who wakes up kind of first, but you do see Jen actually wake up before uh, before Ben drives off. So we we know they might be injured and stuff, but we know, we know that they're still alive. So yeah, be interesting to see how that plays out in season three as well. Uh, we haven't had a renewal for season three yet. The show's only been out for the se- season's only been out for. Um, a few days or whatever, but uh, yeah, really, really happy with this with the second season. I thought they did a great job with uh, everything that they tried. There were some ambitious stakes in the show, I thought, and um, thought everything was just great for this uh, second season. But what did you think of the second season of Dead to Me? Uh, did you enjoy it as much as I did? Did you think that all the stakes and all the ambition with the storytelling worked out pretty well? Was there something that was a bit more unbelievable to you? Was um, I don't know. What, what, what did you think of the second season? Let me know what you think. Um, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So get in touch and let me know what you thought of the second season of Dead to Me. But that's it from me. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find everything that we've got on EntertainmentTalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Amazon affiliate link. If you're shopping on Amazon, we can get a small cut, but it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those make sure you get subscribed uh, my recommendation is the main itunes feed so that you get sent all the episodes but if you want a separate feed then they're available as well but make sure you get subscribed so that you get sent new episodes word of mouth please tell people that you know about the website and the itunes feeds if you see them talking about dead to me or anything else that we've covered or just tell them anyway uh, you can do that of course let them know about the website and the itunes feeds uh, social media you can share all of that on Facebook and Twitter, and if you can, put them in different Facebook groups. Streaming, you can watch Bex on uh, Twitch as well, Trista Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S, either, ter- either search for that on uh, Twitch or just on search engines and stuff. Uh, you should be able to find her as well. Go and uh, follow her, she streams quite a lot, uh, daily, multiple hours a day, uh, sometimes twice a day, so go and check her out as well, go and support her stuff. Me, da- me and David also stream on Twitch sometimes as well. Uh, check out the FIFA streams on Mixer. And also check out Rob on Mixer as well. And also look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.